What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of Cookies and Beer. Kind of clear the throat, that's what she said. Um, Speaking of that, my neighbors are upstairs fucking, so if you hear... If you hear banging, that's what that is. I don't, I'm just not in a studio sharing my cubicle with an OnlyFans, nothing, no. That's just good old American fucking you're hearing upstairs. So, I don't know. Happy 4th of July. How was your 4th? What did you do? Did you blow your finger off? Did you eat too much and have diarrhea? Did you do both did you fight with a family member Did you guys bring up politics or whatever we fight about nowadays um is anyone listening to this um i'm drinking out of a flask because apparently i don't know apparently i'm a fucking degenerate so we're not, i don't even know what's in here let's figure i don't even know oh, i can't even open this cocksucker Come on. Oh, there's something in it. You hear it? Oh, there's quite a bit, too. Now I have to see what's at the end of this. It's like a fucking treasure hunt, dude. It's like from going, um, what was that shit called? Where they, like, throw stuff out in the middle of the mountains and you mark it? Geo, geocaching? Dude, this is not open. Do, do I need to pause this and get pliers? The fuck, man? Making me look like a little bitch on my own podcast. Oh, we got a quarter turn and skin off my thumb is gone. Fuck. Who did, was there altitude involved? Why is this so hard to, so hard to figure out? I'm getting pliers. Fuck this. BRB. Bringing out the power tools. Yes, sure. Just fuck it. All right, here we go. Got me a little... Oh, I just, and I just broke it. Fuck! See? Typical men, dude. Fuck it. All right, let's figure out what's in this. Ooh, for sure, whiskey. Fuck, dude, I broke this. Now I have to drink the whole thing on the podcast at 11.45. I'm kind of digging these late night sessions. I feel like... I feel like I'm... Like, like you're... Like you're you're listening to this on the road late at night. Maybe you're a truck driver. Maybe you have a body in your trunk. What the fuck do I know? I don't know how you're listening to this. But in my mind, you're driving. You're a trucker. You probably just did like a 14-hour shift and you're just going to keep going. You may have stopped at Jack in the Box. Got yourself two tacos. Uh, Jumbo Jack. Maybe a couple sides of ranch. Maybe some chicken nuggies. Huh? Top it off with a little curly fry and a fucking Oreo shake if their ice cream machine's open. I don't know. Mazel tov. Let's see what this is. Um, yeah, it's for sure whiskey. It's probably Buffalo Trace. It's either Buffalo Trace or Gentleman Jack. It has a hint of, I don't know. I'm not going to act like I'm one of those people. 
oh yeah, I taste a black cherry descent of, I don't know, you don't know either, dude, you fucking read a book, there's, there's, how many smells are in whiskey, how many flavors, six, how many different variations can you have, and then obviously you got like peanut butter whiskey, dude, I used to get ripped on peanut butter whiskey, right when COVID hit, a few of my buddies and I, we did like a, we created like a whiskey club thing. I think I've talked about it before. It was huge in COVID. Every week, just getting ripped, roaring, trying different bottles, smoking cigars. We were watching, uh, it was March. So that would have been like basketball approaching playoffs, right? I think that was the year. Yeah, 2020. 2020. 2020? 2020. Welcome to 2020. Dude, what's up with my what's up with the Lakers, huh? Oh, we'll we'll get we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Let me make a little note. Lakers. Um, yeah, people are like, oh yeah, this whiskey. Oh yeah, fucking whiskey club, peanut butter whiskey. So we started drinking whiskey. I mean, I, we've all been drinking whiskey for a while, but it started, I think, um, because. Right around, there was a party or something that we all went to, and somebody brought peanut butter whiskey. I think it was my buddy Derek. I could have been wrong. It doesn't matter. Erroneous. And we started doing shots of it, and it was, it's not bad. Flavor-wise, it's kind of like whatever, but if you don't like whiskey, and someone offers you a shot of it, you're going to be okay. I like whiskey. That was the first thing I ever got hammered on. Jack and Coke. I was with my cousin Colin. We were drinking Jack Daniels and smoking Marlboro Reds out the window. 15 years old. Good role model. Good role model I am. But you know what? We're chilling. So I've been a fan of whiskey for a while. But it's usually like it, up until the last few years, it was like Jack and Coke. Maybe an old-fashioned uh, Manhattan if you're trying to get real fucking real fancy-wancy over here. But then COVID hit, we started drinking that. We're like, hey, this isn't bad. Let's see what other whiskeys are out there. And then it blossomed. And I think at this point, I have, well, my friends and I in this club have probably had a total, because we still do it. It's not as often. It went from like every weekend to every other weekend to like once a month. We did like once a month for a while, like a good six or seven months. Now it's like every couple of months we'll do it. Um, but yeah, it was dope. So we probably have had, we got to be close to like, we got to be in the sixties. It's probably not that much. It's probably like forties. Probably had around 50 different kinds of bourbon or whiskey, or we dove a little bit into scotch. Not a, it's an acquired taste. I wasn't, I have a hard time like drinking scotch and watching football. You just get too fucked off too quick. Oh, my chair just broke and I'm dead. But yeah, if I had to guess, that was probably Buffalo Trace. Um, we're talking about the fourth. What did I do for the fourth? Thanks for asking. Um, I got sunburned like a uh, like white people do. And uh, it was my first burn of the summer. I think um, my fellow whites out there can attest to that. They know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm talking about 
the odd week between July or June 20th and 4th of July where you go, hey, this year is going to be different. And then you go to the beach or you go to a lake or you go to the pool or maybe you just fucking go lay in a field because you live in, you know, Iowa or whatever. And regardless, you're like, oh, I've only been out here for an hour and a half, two hours, just like this time, just like on Saturday. I went to the pool with a couple buddies. Drank some White Claws, not proud of it. I'm drinking White Claws on the U.S. of A.'s birthday. Actually, technically it wasn't because it was like the second. But still, tomato, tomato. So yeah, I'm not proud of the White Claws. But I did get burned, which is probably, probably, Jesus, the fucking Buffalo Trace is kicking in, huh? Probably. It's probably karma for drinking White Claws is that I got sunburned. Whoever who's controlling whatever up there or down there, we don't know. Maybe he, that guy down there is calling the shots. Maybe it's not even a fucking person. Maybe it's just a, an algorithm. At this point, I believe more in algorithms than I do in religion at this point, which is fucking depressing because that's some straight up fucking Terminator shit, dude. Dude, speaking of that shit, did you guys hear? I haven't really looked into it too much because that's what we do in America. We just read headlines and we go and we just share it to everybody. And we're like, I can't believe this. And we don't ever like read the actual story. Um, but I wanted to save it for the podcast. I heard it on, I think Rogan was talking about it. And I fast forwarded through it because I started to get real scared. But basically, I pulled up the article. Maybe I have to pay for the article. Fuck you and your fucking agenda. Okay, here we go. LA Times, so you know it's good. Uh, Researchers use AI to predict crime-biased policing in major U.S. cities like LA. Um, It says, for once, algorithms that predict crime might be used to uncover bias in policing instead of reinforcing it. A group of social and data scientists developed a machine, machines, learning, developed a machine learning tool it hoped would better predict crime, i.e., i.e. What is i.e.? Because that's how it's supposed to be like, in this example, like as an example, it's this. Let's, let's, let's fucking bookmark this. What is i.e.? Oh boy, this is, this is a, this is a deep Google here. I don't know if I can figure it out. I Oh, here we go. IE versus EG. What's the difference? Let's fucking learn, dude. Let's learn some shit. The difference between IE and IG. This is from the merriamwebster.com website. I Oh, here we go. Um oh wow. We're going to be reading a lot. Here we go. IE stands for IDEST or that is and is used in front of a word or phrase that restates what has been said previously. A restatement, which I didn't even know was a word, is meant to clarify the earlier statement. For example, ah, irony. The examination, okay, yeah, this is this is and then I E D is what you put in your vagina. No, that's a U UAV? No, that's Call of Duty. I E I U D. IED is a bomb. IUD. What does an IUD do? Should we just fucking learn today? What is an IUD? 
What does it stand for? Intra, oh boy, I can't pronounce that at all. Intra uterine, uterine, intra uterine device. Intra uterine device. Sounds like a name of a fucking Swedish death metal band. We are intra uterine device. Dot, 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 dot. <laughs> fucking a small plastic T shaped device used for birth control. That sounds terrible. <laughs> what the fuck is this thing? It looks like a fucking mining hook, like, or a fucking mining pick. What is this? People put this in their vaginas? How does it avoid pregnancy? Does like a little like net come out? Oh, it blocks. What does it block? <sighs> Planned Parenthood, I'm all about it, but make me fucking able to read your shit without spending money on it. I don't want to spend $11. Here we go. He said long-term, reversible, and one is the most... and one of the most effective birth control methods out there. What does IUD stand for? We've gone over this. This is fucking review. There are five different brands. Not buying stock. I don't need to get involved with this. There are two. There's copper ones. What? We're just putting fucking hot water pipes up there and just hoping it catches babies? Or what are we doing? This has got to be some old. Do we? Do people use IUDs anymore? How do IUDs work? Both copper IUDs and hormonal IUDs prevent pregnancy by changing the way sperm cells move so they can't get to an egg. All right, I'm on board. If sperm can't make it to an egg, pregnancy can't happen. Didn't know that. Spoiler alert for all you fucking young young ones out there. Um, yeah, th this goes into like hormones and what they do and all that. I don't really have time for that because I don't think anyone really uses IUD like do you just go to the fucking target and buy an IUD let's just type in IUD do you just get it on Amazon should I no because I don't fuck up my whole Amazon thing I'll go on Amazon I'll look up IUD next time I go on it's gonna be like buy this testicle crusher or whatever I don't know I don't know why I, I, my head went there this looks like a fucking fish hook dude this can't be Last up to three to six years, you have to fucking walk around with this thing in your vagina? Dude, no wonder women hate us. This is fucking, this is terrible. I guess it's better than a kid. I mean, if you want kids, then it's fine. But if you don't want kids, this sounds, I would rather, as a dude, I would rather wear two condoms. If, if two condoms break, which is not going to happen, but let's just say it does, I'll take the L, Okay. We'll just fucking leave it up to whatever. We'll figure it out. But I'm not about to have a woman carry a fucking fishing line in there to block science. That sounds terrible. If it was made of like sheep's sheep tits or something, cheap tits, that doesn't make any sense. But if it was made of something soft, like like a fucking microfiber, or if it was like a like a um, like whatever they make those really nice futons out of, what is that? Not microfiber. Sleep. Sleep something. If they can make it out of that, maybe that's cool. But then what, you just pull it out like a fucking bolt? No, not a fan. Okay, let's go back. What were we talking about? AI. Let's go back. We're fucking doing it, dude. This is a, this is going to be a good one. Am I even recording? Yep. Mute's off. Let's go, dude. Um... Group of social and data scientists, blah, 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 blah. We already went through that. Instead of justifying more aggressive policing in those areas... 
However, the hope is that the technology will lead to, quote, changing in policy that results to more, more equitable need-based resource allocation. Sounds good on paper, but I th- we'll, g- we'll get into my fucking loopholes here in just a minute, including sending officials other than law enforcement to certain kinds of calls. Okay, I'm, you're, I'm on board. The tool developed by a team led by the University of Chicago professor, oh boy, I'm not even going to try to butcher their name, so I'm just going to go ahead and say the professor, forecasts crimes by spotting patterns amid vast amounts of public data on public crimes and crimes of violence, learning from the data as it goes. So basically, it's a self-teaching data-driven AI that probably takes your fucking cookies and whatever you look at on the internet, and they're going to say, based on, and listen to your phone calls and all of that, which they've been doing. I mean, that's this is old news at this point. Edward Snowden has proven this. But they're using this against you to prevent crimes. Now, I'm for that because I don't have anything to hide. The worst thing I'm going to do is like, maybe not pay my bar tab because I was too drunk and my Uber was here. And then at the very least, I'm going back and I'm tipping the fuck out of them. Like, that's probably the worst I'm going to do. So for me, totally fine. I also realize there's no lights on right here. So I'm just staring into a fucking light abyss. So yeah, up to this point, I have no problem with this AI shit. Now, raise your hand if you've seen Minority Report. And let me tell me what happened there. People got set up, false accusations, fucked with their quote unquote algorithm. Who's not to say maybe it's not this Chicago professor person? Maybe they maybe the US government buys this technology. And then whoever who's running the show, the Epsteins and all of them. They start fucking with your algorithm. They start planting shit into your algorithm. That's like, oh, buying guns or looking into terrible shit or fucking cruising into the dark web. Which, how do you get to the dark? How do you get to the dark? You just do darkweb.com. I'm too fucking scared to even Google dark web. Should we do it? Let's Google. Let's Google dark web. What is the dark web? If I'm going down, you guys are all accessories. So fucking turn this off. What is the dark web? How do you go to the dark web? Is it just like, dude, the photos for dark web are kind of dope, not going to lie. It's just like always people in hoods and just fucking staring into computers and shit. The dark web is the worldwide web content that exists on dark nets. Okay, haven't said anything that really is of value. Overlay networks that use the internet but require specific software configurations or authorization to access. Dude, this Buffalo Trace hits, huh? I'm fucking slurring and shit. Let's do this. 11 o'clock? All right. Um, what is the dark web? Click here to access it and find out. Yeah, I'm not doing that. So I'm going to go ahead and X out. I'm probably already on some list. I'm looking up AI technology, fucking dental dams or whatever the fuck we were just talking about. We're talking about the difference between IE and EG, which I don't even think we actually figured out. I think I went on to rant about IUDs for a minute. Should we go back to that? EG stands for exemplif... Oh, boy, this is Latin. I don't speak Latin. I'm I'm American, okay? Exempli gratia? Sure, that works. Is a Latin word that means for example. So it's the fucking same thing. 
Just like the English phrase, it is used before an item or list of items that stand as an example of the category or thing stated earlier, which is exactly what IE means. We just, we just took the complicated version, we boiled it down, and now that's what we use. It's like Apple. It's like th that's Apple's business model. Like, oh, we're going to have face scanning on the new Android in 2011. And Apple's like, fuck you, motherfucker. You're getting the home button for at least three more years. iPhone 10 comes out. We have this revolutionary technology. Johnny Ive, right? It reads your fucking eyeballs, mate. <laughs> or whatever. You'll be able to unlock your phone however the fuck you want. Stare into it. Sunglasses? No problem. <laughs> they just, they go through all these examples wearing a hat. No problem. And us Apple, you know, douchebags, because I'm in that group, we're like, oh, dude, I've seen the new iPhone. It has face recognition. Meanwhile, everybody else is like, yeah, we've had that five years ago. Twat dick. Twat dick. That's a new one. I just made that up on the cuff. I kind of like that. Twat dick. Because it's gender neutral. That's what we should, that's, that's the biggest reason. Twat dick. I'm calling people twat dick from now on. Probably not at work, because that's how you get, it's a quick way to get fired. But if somebody fucks up, like if I'm at the grocery store and someone like backs into my car, I'm like, what are you doing, you twat dick? And they're going to be like, dude, I'm not even mad. Here's my insurance card. Let's figure this out. I'm impressed. You have my respect. So yeah, that's where I'm at with the whole AI thing. I don't, I don't, it's like everything else, man. It's like everything else that's going on. The intent is pure. And I think most people would agree that if we could live in some kind of a RoboCop type world, I mean, as weird as it sounds, with all the wild shit going on that's been going on, what at, what have you, if there's a fix to fix whatever is going on, most people are going to be on board. But when you get into the Minority Report, RoboCop, fucking Total Recall, Terminator 2 type shit, we get a little skeptical, rightfully so. Terminator 2, how'd that end up? Miles Dyson, dead. Blew himself up because he fucking passed out while he was holding a, a detonator. That was a weird scene, right? Where he's just breathing heavily because he's like in fucking shock. And he's about that he created the downfall of society. Spoiler alert for a movie that came out in fucking 35 years ago. Has it been that long? When did, when did Terminator 2 come out? 95? 91. I was way off. Yeah, dude, 32, almost, or 31 years ago. Wow. That's all it took, folks. When that movie came out, we were like, yeah, right. Now look at us. Do, 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 do. Yeah, that's what that is, dude. That's what that is. It's fine, though. We're fucked at this point. We may as well enjoy it. We're. I don't think we're going the nuke route. I think we're going the AI route. I think the AI is just going to rip us a new dick, a new twat dick. That's what, that, that's what they're going to call it. They're going to have such an impact 
on our society that they're going to rebrand. We're not, we're not going to have we're not going to have PPs and VVs no more. We're going to have twat dicks, and that's just what everyone's going to have. It's a one size fits all, like the fucking Ken doll or whatever. Imagine if on the Ken doll they just had like a fat hog on them. That'd be so awkward, especially if it's geared towards kids. That's probably why they didn't do that, right? As I, as I say that out loud, I'm like, oh yeah, that's a fucking dumbass idea. But it sounds fun. It sounds hilarious. They could do like adult Ken dolls. You just got fucking swinging dick. <laughs> just just a fucking, it just goes down. And it goes like, it, like he's wearing cargo shorts and it's just the tips just like popping out. And you're like, is that his dick? What is that? Oh no, it's just extra, extra plastic that they had left over. That's his third knee. <laughs> like, that's just, that's just what that is. Um, so yeah, I got sunburned, 22 minute rant later, 4th of July was fun, I'm still putting aloe on my, the backs of my knees, which is fun, because it, you know, keeps you humble, lets you know that you're still alive, and lets you know that your society is very brittle, but the pain is chilling, we are filling, I don't know. Let's get in some dicks of the past, for Christ's sake. Time machine. Function. Three, two, one. This is Dicks of the Past. Bro, if somebody broke into my house and looked at my setup, they're like, this guy has a broken flask, a fucking wrench what is this oh this is the what the fuck is this oh it's the part of the yeah i totally fucked this flask up actually you know what i made it cooler because now it has now it has um a cool story maybe i'll throw some stickers on it have my neighbors been fucking have you guys been hearing that i don't think i've heard it I should just go up there and be like, um, excuse me, sir. I realize that you're beating cheeks right now, but I need, I'm recording a very popular podcast and I need, I'm going to need you to beat the cheeks in about 45 to 50 minutes from now. Gooey, thanks. Mm, July 8th. What year are we doing? July 8th? Is it July 8th? Yeah, it's July 8th. Fuck me. All right. Let's do a quick little shot shot. And then uh, we'll get into this shit. Ooh. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and say it. That's Buffalo Trace. That's Buffalo Trace, baby. Uh, July 8th, 2013. Let's see what's up. Ooh, fucking stings the nostrils. Uh, In this special week, people in the U.S. were listening to Blurred Lines by Robin Thicke. We've done this one for sure. Because isn't that song about rape, basically? Or it's about something like that, right? Isn't the song about, like, hanging out with a chick, getting her all fucking pumped full of, you know, drugs or alcohol, and then making out with her vagina or whatever? Let's see. Blurred lines. Meaning. I feel like we've done this. We've definitely done this. All right. Off distractify.com, because, you know, that's a, it's actually a really cool name. Um, the true meaning, blah, 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 blah. Here's the breakdown of all the... Fa- oh, my God. Page one of four? When, what the fuck kind of time do you think I have, directify.com? Lyrics include, I hate these blurred lines. I know you want it. Do you do it like it hurt? What you don't like work? What? 
am I hammered or does that not make sense? I need to listen to the song because when I say it in my like white voice, I feel I'm just like, um, I hate these blurred lines. I know you want it. Do it hurt like it hurt? What comma you don't like work? Like it makes no sense. But when you throw, oh yeah, what's your name's in this? Emily Vlaflowski or whatever. The the model. She's in the music video. That this is where she blew up, right? Oh yeah, here we go. In 2013, one blogger branded blur lines as the rape song. Jesus. The Daily Beast called the song kind of rapey. Jesus. Is it not? Did he like defend himself? Like, no, man, it's not about rape. Oh, now it goes into like controversies. Yeah, I don't, this isn't, this isn't the podcast for that. (laughs) It is a catchy song, I will say. But, um, yeah, anyways, Blue Jasmine, directed by Woody Allen. Wasn't, didn't he, didn't he do some sketchy shit? Is this, was there just wild shit going on? Woody Allen controversy. Didn't he, like, do some really fucked up shit? August of 92, American filmmaker and actor Woody Allen was accused by his adoptive daughter, Dylan Farrow. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Age seven. Yeah, okay, this podcast really fucking derailed, didn't it? We got Blurred Lines. We got fucking Woody Allen. What do we got next? We got fucking... Ghislaine Maxwell. Book came out by Ghislaine Maxwell. It's just going to be a fucking bummer. Back half of the of the uh, episode. Um, the Ocean at the End of the Lane by Neil Gaiman. Gaiman was one of the best-selling books. We don't, we don't, we don't, we don't. We, we, we already know what I'm going to say. We don't read over here. Over here, we don't read. What is this book about? This book is about a middle-aged man returns to his childhood home to attend a funeral. Again, we're just continuing on the bummer theme here. Although the house he lived in is long gone, he is drawn to the farm at the end of the road where when he was seven, he encountered a most remarkable girl, Letty Hemstock, and her mother and granddaughter. He hasn't, okay, am I fucking just going to read the whole book here? Like, can we get a fucking couple, couple sentences, dude? Like, what the fuck? 40 years later, earlier, a man commits suicide. Okay, I'm fucking, dude, you know what? Go fucking read it. You know what? If you heard my little synopsis of the ocean at the end of the lane, then go read it, dude. But you know what? Not trying to be bummed at post, you know, 1045 at night. If you were playing video games, you're probably playing DuckTales Remastered. What the fuck is DuckTales? Let's look. Oh, we did. We for sure did this because I think I said the exact same thing when I Googled this. And I probably ranted about Donald Duck and fucking the vault or what's Scrooge McDuck, which they don't wear pants, which is a weird thing. Them and Winnie the Pooh, I feel like that's something that no one really talks about that much. Winnie the Pooh was like force-fed down all of our throats, and it's like he has got no dick, he's got no vagina. There's no, there's, 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 there's just, there's so many questions, and I don't know if they're questions even worth asking or if I'm just getting too deep into it. Who the fuck is Christopher Robin? Where is his dad? How did he grow up? Where do they live? I want a fucking follow-up. 
I'm tired of people just remaking bullshit to make bullshit. I want fucking backstories. That's what I appreciate about Toy Story. They came out with whatever it was, Buzz Lightyear. Didn't see it. Didn't look great. But they're at least not trying to remake Toy Story 1 yet. Because the second that they remake Toy Story 1, there's going to be some real problems. Okay? Because that shit was my fucking... That was my childhood. Not as much as Aladdin... When they remade Aladdin, still to this day, best Disney movie of all time. That and Lion King, for my opinion. Um, what they remade Lion King, didn't see it. Refused. Accidentally kind of watched the remake of Aladdin. Because my cousin's daughter is young at the time. I think it was like, well, she's like one or two and she loved it. And she's like, let's watch it. I was like, all right, fine. So we watched it. I actually ended up liking it. I thought Will Smith did a great job. Um... But yeah, want some fucking backstory on the on the who's yeah who's Christopher Robin's dad? Do we know who Christopher Robin's dad is? Is his name even Christopher Robin? Are they in the witness protection program because his mom killed his dad because the, you know there was some crazy dispute going on? Maybe the dad was in the stock bit. He was a you know stockbroker. You know sell 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 buy 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 in sync whatever Backstreet Boys whoever that was. And then he lost his ass, and then she fucking kills him and buries him in a lake. Buries him in a lake? How do you do that? You know what I mean. It's like Dexter. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Dude, Dexter came back. I didn't watch it because it didn't look great, and I was not happy on how that ended the last time. I was very upset. Felt like the same writers of Game of Thrones. They kind of just, they were like, we got to do Star Wars, so you fucking deal with it. Let's look. Christopher. Oh my boy. Oh my. Christopher Robin Dad. Does he have a dad? Oh, his dad's name is A.A. Milne. M. Milne. M I L N E. Alan Alexander Milne was an English author popular for his books about Teddy. Oh, this was the author the fuck did this guy do he was in the british army in the in world war one as a captain for the british home guard oh and a captain of the british home guard and second in ww2 so did he start writing after war obviously well, no, he died in 56 pickup sticks so but he was born in bro he was born in 1882 and he died in 56. Talk about a fucking... Talk, talk about a... some. He's seen some wild shit. Milne was the father of the bookseller Christopher Robin Milne, upon whom the character of Christopher Robin is based. Fuck me. I did not know that. So Christopher Robin, in the story of Winnie the Pooh, was actually based off of the author's dad. Motherfucker. I learned some shit. Hmm. It was during a visit to the London Zoo where Christopher became enamored with the tame and amiable bear Winnipeg that expired Milne to write the story for his son. So this guy wrote a fucking book for his son. Most of you motherfuckers just put like an audio book for your kids and you're like, figure it out. I'm going to go crack Coors Lights. See you when you're 18. This motherfucker wrote a book for his kid. But he made himself a character that didn't really exist. He was like, I'm going to write you a book, but I'm not going to be in it. <laughs> he was like, which is probably the most baller thing to do, right? 
Because if you're going to write a book, the first, especially if it's your first book, which I'm assuming this is, you're going to make yourself the main character. Most people do, right? But he's like, I don't even want to be in the motherfucker. I want to be in the shadows, chilling. Dude, we, we're fucking, we learned what an, uh, a dental dam was. No, not a dental dam. An IUD, IED. We learned what that is. IUD, we've gone over this. No, IED, IUD. Fuck, dude. Fucking Buffalo Trace got me twisting here. IUD versus IED. I'm for sure going on a list. Um, dude, the example is, if you're unaware, like this TSA agent, an IUD is, an, that's the one that, that's the vagina one. And then an IED is an improvised explosive device. So, you, and then it says, so you know, you definitely won't, don't want to get those mixed up, meaning your vagina will blow off. Well, you'll probably totally blow up. And if you just throw an IUD in the middle of a, a minefield, it's not going to do much. It's just going to collect moisture and rot. Actually, it won't because it's copper. Anyways, moving on. Pretty good dicks of the past. Not going to lie. Wasn't too stoked in the beginning because I'm pretty sure we talked about this before. But we went in. We learned about Christopher Robin's dad, which is a fucking... I just M. Night shyamalan probably half of you guys because I had no idea. There's no way you fucking did. So I count this as a, as a W, and because of that, we're going to do another shot of Buffalo Trace. Because we live in America. I don't know. Fucking wrench staring at me. Um, <clears throat> moving on to sports. Lakers, we just, we're going to talk about it um, earlier, and I made a little notation that we're going to talk about it during the sports segment. So we're going to open up with it. Lakers, what should go on? Are we going to get KD? Is Russ going to stay? Are we going to trade Anthony Davis? Are we going to get Kyrie? What's that going to look like? I, um, I'm i kind of actually stoked. I'm not stoked. I'm content with how basketball and how football are going to go this year for me. I'm a Seahawks fan, Lakers fan. I say content loosely. I don't think it's going to be dope. To be a fan of either of those this year, but I'm staying in the cut. I'm a ride or die. I don't think the Lakers, I don't know. I'm actually excited to watch Seahawks football. We'll talk We'll talk about that. We're getting off guard. NBA, Lakers, are they going to get Kyrie? Who knows? Are they going to get KD? Who knows? It sounds like in order to get KD, we're probably going to have to get rid of Anthony Davis, which... Uh, I'm four, I guess. I don't know, dude. I think everyone's kind of expendable at this point. I think, except for LeBron. I think, I think they should. Is Melo staying? I think he should. He was kind of the only one. Him, him and Tht. But you know, three people can't fucking win the entire series. So, who knows? Who knows? I like Russ. I like Russ a lot. I like AD. But AD is injury prone, so it's a business type decision. If he stays, I'm all in. If he leaves, I'm still going to be a fan. I think it would be dope if he went to Chicago, played back at home, made Chicago even a better team. Alex Caruso, hopefully he stays healthy. Chicago could fuck this year. They could fuck hard out of the East. Which as I'm as a Lakers fan, obviously I'm not going to like any other team, right? But the Bulls have been. I said it, I said it last year, and I think the year before, especially last year. The Bulls are a fun team to watch. 
I truly believe that if the Bulls were full strength all season long, which I know is like a you know ridiculous thing to, ridiculous thing to say, but if they were full strength all year, I do believe that they would have given the Celtics a run for their money. I really do. I think that would have been a dope series to watch. The Celtics full strength and the Bulls full strength. That would have been a fun series to watch. But you know what? It didn't happen. People got hurt. They got they 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 it just didn't work out. So we'll see what happens. Um I personally, if I had to pick either Kevin Durant or Kyrie to go to the Lakers, I like them both. I just don't know. We haven't really seen, I don't think, I could be wrong, maybe like outside of an all-star game or something, but we haven't seen KD and LeBron play together for at least like an extended amount of time. So we don't know. We've seen KD, or no, I'm sorry. We've seen LeBron and Kyrie play with the Cavs. They had great chemistry. I would assume that might happen, but we don't know what kind of Kyrie we're going to get. Kyrie wants to win. Everybody wants to win. He's could very well, like, his handles, his shooting, his IQ is one of the best out there. But there's just other shit, I guess, that's going on that maybe is prohibiting that. But I'm hoping that if he comes to the Lakers, that him and LeBron can kind of have free reign over the team. It can be their team. Imagine if we can, we, imagine if the Lakers can get Kyrie and keep Anthony Davis. That would be fucking dope assuming that AD stays injury-free or at least close to it. I know it's hard with all the amount of games that they play, but hopefully it's not like last year. And that would be that could be pretty fucking dope. But we'll see. Who knows? Uh, moving on to boxing. Tommy Fury, I guess, is out <clears throat> of the fight with uh, Jake Paul. I think they were supposed to fight in August. Um... I haven't, I thought I saw something today that they rebooked it or they booked a different fighter. Bro, my fucking Chrome tabs, AI technology, Terminator 2, DuckTales, AA Mill, and IUD versus IED. I'm on a list and I don't want to know who's looking at it, motherfucker. Jake Paul, new fight. Um, oh, right here, nine hours ago. Nine hours ago, really? This is old news. Jake Paul reveals his new boxing opponent. It was canceled August 6th. Ba 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 ba. Haseem Rahman Jr. Um, I've seen the name. So he's definitely a fighter. It's not, I thought Tommy Fury isn't. Tommy Fury, I want to see this fight, dude. I feel like this fight is going to be like the Khabib Tony Ferguson. Like, Just in the sense that it keeps getting canceled and it keeps getting rebooked and they keep talking shit. Jake Paul is like, I'll fucking pay you. I'll do all this shit for charity if all you actually fight. And Tommy Fury, something happens. Not saying it's his fault. I'm just saying something pops up. And then Jake Paul's like, I'll fucking fight whoever, dude. Like, it's wild. Because if you look, if you go back to some episodes, like I think a lot of people did, I was. A Jake Paul hater for whatever reason, because I'm fucking jealous or whatever it is. But he's fucking fighting, dude. He's fighting quite a bit. Like, um, I'm not going to say he's like one of the best boxers or anything, but he's fucking climbing. The man's climbing. He's building a brand. Great at marketing. He can survive. He can fight. 
head movement's getting better. Like he can throw a fucking punch. I'll tell you that much. Any of us take a punch from Jake Paul and we're going fucking memes, dude. Hands down. But I don't know. I don't know if they're still fighting on August. August 6th or yeah, August 6th right here. Dude, this is going to be dope. How much is this fight? How much is it going to be on whatchamacallit? Um, oh, it's on Showtime. All right. All right, Jake Paul. Madison Square Garden. How much is this fight going to be? Fucking a million dollars? Hmm. Interesting. We'll see. Baseball Dodgers. What's going on with Dodgers? I think they're still top three overall. The Yankees are the first team to hit 60 wins. Aaron Judge doing his thing. Infield's looking great. Um, their at-bats are looking good, which is hard for me to say as a Dodgers fan, but I respect and appreciate talent. Um, wild shit going on with Freddie Freeman. Apparently, I guess he fired... His agent, because apparently when he was in negotiations between going to the Braves, staying at the Braves, or going to the Dodgers, apparently the Braves offered him more money than L.A. did, but his agent didn't tell him about the bigger deal for whatever reason. Let's let's look this up, because I honestly... Freddie Freeman. Um, let's see, Freddie Freeman. I'm sure it's going to be up there. Freddie Freeman fires agent... Oh, wow, this happened like last week. Yeah, so it looks like June 28th. Yeah, I'm way off. I was way off. They were going to offer, I think the Braves were going to offer him like 150 or 145 million. Or maybe it was like 135 over five. It was something like that. And the Dodgers came in, well, they didn't come in, the offer that he saw at the time and didn't, the only one he knew about, not the only one, but was from the Dodgers and he took it and then found out later that he could have gotten a bigger offer to stay with the Braves coming off of a World Series championship being one of the main reasons why they won. Yeah, I'd fire him too. What the fuck, dude? As an agent, you want your client to have the best best deal possible for them and their family and their future, I think. I don't know. I've seen Entourage. I only know what Ari Gold tells us. Does the agent live in LA? Does he have stock in the Dodgers? Does he own part of the Dodgers? Is it there's some like wild shit going on? I don't know. I'm not going to look it up because I don't really care. He's with the Dodgers. He's killing it. I have high hopes for my LA Dodgers this year, but we'll see. We'll see. They could just leave men in scoring position and just fuck it all up, but we'll see. We still got time. Moving on to UFC. UFC, uh, what was it, 276 pickup sticks was last weekend. We'll quickly go through it. Um, obviously, the Pedro Munez, Sean O'Malley fight was a bummer, being a no contest from an eye poke. Um, controversial uh, eye poke, I'll say. Um, don't know if they're going to run that back. Uh, Sean O'Malley's probably going to want someone in the top 10 at this point, rightfully so. I thought he was winning that fight outside of the leg kicks. 
Um, Pedro Munoz was definitely going after leg kicks, but Sean O'Malley was checking quite a bit of them. I'd say probably about half of them. Um, so I don't really, I don't really know. It's kind of a weird one to talk about, but the Brian Barberina Robbie Lawler fight was fucking wild. That was a great fight. Bummer seeing Robbie Lawler lose just because he's a fucking hall of famer, but congrats to Brian Barberina. Um, it was a great fight. So moving on to the Alex Pieta, uh, Sean Strickland fight. That was a wild fight. Uh, I think he hit, I think Alex hit Sean with a quick, but fucking powerful left hook and then followed up on him and kept going uh, to get the TKO. Supposedly, he's going to be fighting Stylebender next for the title. Um, obviously, the talk, the story, is that Alex Pieta beat Stylebender uh, in the kickboxing days, never in the UFC um, as of yet. But I think he's number four now, or five, in the middleweight division, beating Sean, uh, Sean Strickling, so... Sean Strickland, rather. Jesus. Buffalo Trace, huh? Well, well, see you later. Uh, we've got the co-main event with Alexander Volkanovsky and Max Holloway. Um, this was a great fight from Volkanovsky. It's what everyone's obviously talking about, right? Um, it's very hard, if not impossible, or I thought impossible, to put on a clinic against somebody like Max Holloway. Um, that being said, Max Holloway never really slowed down. Um, I thought he looked great. It was just, I think Volkanovsky was just, I don't know, dude. He's fucking dialed. It's it's insane. So Alexander Volkanovsky retaining his belt for the second time against Max Holloway. Um, uh, yeah, so we'll see. We'll see what's next for Max Holloway. Um, I'm The dude's a fucking... Seems like a great dude, and he's a great fighter, and uh, we'll see what happens. But with Volkanovski, sounds like he might be moving up to 55, 155 rather. Um, idea is that the winner of Charles Oliveira and Islam Makachev, the winner of that, more than likely would probably fight Volk for the um, the title. So we'll see. He's trying to get be a two-division champ. I think... I don't know, man. Both of those dudes are great. Talking about Charles Oliveira and Islam Makhachev. I is that fight books? Have they actually talked about that, or am I just like tripping? Uh, Charles Oliveira, Islam Makhachev. I don't even know how to spell Makhachev. Naga, not gonna work here anymore. I don't know. Um, um, I don't think they've talked about it. So maybe they don't. Maybe they. Don't have anything booked? Oh, God, the Buffalo Trace is coming back up. Um, yeah, because UFC 277 is the Juliana Pena, Amanda Nunes rematch, Brendan Moreno, Kaikara France, Derek Lewis, Sergey um, Magomed Uncle Live, Anthony Smith, Luke Rockhold, and Paolo Costa got canceled. Um, we got the Jamal Hill, Tiago Santos. That is in August. 278, we've got, yeah, that's Kamaru Usman, Leon Edwards, Jose Aldo. They rebooked the Paolo Costa fight for 278. So we're going to see, dude, this is a great card. Yeah. When is this? August 20th. We've got Cyril Gaon and Taito Ivasa, Robert Whitaker, Marvin Vittori on a fight night. That's Jessica and Jiraj. 
Yeah, this is a fight night. Joaquin Buckley. That's in September. I think that's all we got. That's all I see for UFC. September? That, that, sounds, that sounds wrong. Usually they book a couple months in advance. We'll probably get some... Do we still got potentially John Jones and Stipe Miocic fight? That sounds like that might be happening. John Jones, first fight back at heavyweight. Not back, first time at heavyweight. Maybe he'll fight Francis Ngannou for the belt. We've got Connor backfighting. Is he going to fight Michael Chandler at 170? I think that's kind of the fight everybody wants to see. He's looking big. He's probably pushing like 185, 190 right now. So he could probably cut that and look fucking diesel as fuck. We'll see if he's still the old 145 snappy Conor McGregor. But that could all be happening. Dude, what if they do John Jones? They would never. They would never. John, say John Jones and Conor on the same card, like January, February. Who the fuck would headline that? Conor, probably. But you can't. No, you can't. You can't. That, that's stupid, Andrew. What the fuck are you thinking? You would have them on separate cards, usually like two or three weeks apart. That way you just get mad ESPN Plus subscriptions for that month. People forget to subscribe or to cancel it. They're like, fuck it, dude. Whatever. We're good. That I bet you January we get a Connor fight. Hopefully Connor, Michael Chandler, main event, maybe like early January. And then late January we get John Jones back after 18 months, two years, whatever it's been. We're going to see him at 225, maybe 230. Looking fucking wild, potentially fighting Stipe or Francis. UFC's killing it, dude. They got they got, they got the best sport right now. Football's kind of fucking me up with the whole like CTE, Demarius Thomas thing that just came out. Not that we're like oblivious to CTE at this point, especially in football, but like, I don't know. The whole fucking CTE thing freaks me out because these guys from a very young age are just like football, 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 which I totally get. It's the fucking one of the best sports. It's America's pastime besides maybe baseball, but way more fun to watch, way more fun to watch football than baseball. I think everybody would say. Even the hardcore baseball fans like, yeah, it's kind of boring. Fun in person, for sure. But it's just, I don't know, dude. These guys, got they got to figure something out. Whether it's treatment or, I don't know. You can't, and these dudes are just getting bigger. Like, Aaron Donald is fucking huge. Ndamukong Sue, I don't even know if he still plays, but he's fucking huge. Carlos Dunlap, huge. Like, these dudes are fucking huge and they're technical and they will fucking change your change the science in your brain if they hit you hard enough. Ray Lewis back in the day. I'll still watch it though. Anyways, um, speaking of the NFL, as of today, Baker Mayfield is going to the Panthers. Thank God, because I the word on the street is that he was going to the Seahawks. There was a picture floating around that somebody on the Seahawks, whatever you want to call it, online store, merch store, leaked accidentally. I say leaked with uh, quotes that they leaked a Baker Mayfield number six jersey um, on the Seahawks website. And that didn't, I don't know, somebody was trolling. Hopefully they got fired. Just kidding. It's a tough time out there. Give them a second chance. 
But Baker's going to the Panthers. Don't know what's going on with Cam Newton. We'll see. Um, yeah, we'll see. Um, so yeah, that's it for food. That's it for the sports. We went over basketball. We did boxing, dude. Fucking baseball. We're chilling. So that must mean we only have one thing left, which is album of the week. Album of the week this week. I've been on a white stripes, um, binge, I guess you would call it lately. And I've already done Day Still before. I think we did that like one of the first like couple years of this podcast. So we can't repeat the shit. You know what I mean? We can't repeat. We only have to fucking repeat. I don't know. It made no sense. Which is fine because I've been listening to Elephant lately. Elephant by the White Stripes came out in 2003. Fantastic album. White Stripes are... One of my favorites, Jack White, I was able to go to his studio in Nashville, not inside, obviously, because I'm not a fucking creeper, but driving by it, I was like, holy shit, this is fucking dope. Um, Big fan of Jack White, love, uh, what was the documentary that he did with like um, the Edge or Edge from U2 and was it, um, God, who was that? What was it like, This Might Get Loud, I think? Was it Jimmy Page? Yeah, Jimmy Page, The Edge, and Jack White. Great documentary. Even if you don't play guitar, I highly, highly, highly suggest watching this documentary. It's called It Might Get Loud. It came out in 2008. Basic premise. Jimmy Page, The Edge, and Jack White are all sitting in a room with their guitars, with their setups, with their amps, everything and they're just talking. They talk for, it's like probably a two hour long documentary. I don't know where you can get it. You Google it. I'm not going to do all the work for you. God damn it. Stream it. Do whatever you got to do. And the edge will just be like, hey, Jimmy Page, how'd you come up with um, um, Stairway to Heaven or whatever the fuck, and he'll be like, oh, like, blah, 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 and he'll tell the story, and then he'll play it, and everyone just is getting, they have to hide their boners, because they're just so aroused at how dope Jimmy Page is, and then Jack White would be like, hey, Edge, how did you do this on this part, and blah, 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 and then he'll show it, and it's fucking dope, and it's a great documentary, please go watch it, I've seen it probably 10, 15 times, um, it's great, so yeah, check it out, it might get loud, is name of the documentary once again, Album of the week is Elephant by White Stripes. Came out in the year 03. Almost fucking 20 years ago, dude. Getting old. Getting old. Other than that, what's going on? What else do we got? Not, we don't got any holidays coming up. I think we're chilling, dude. I think we're chilling. I think we talked about enough. 58 and a half minutes. Probably one of the longest podcasts we've done. Um, thank you to Buffalo Trace for that. Yeah, dude. That's it. Thanks for listening. Love you guys. You guys be safe out there. Be good humans. And I will talk to you motherfuckers next week. Peace.